I'm your host, Nathan Resnick, and today we're joined by Andre from Flowium. Uh, thank you, Nathan, for having me. So my name is, is Andre Boychuk. I'm Ukrainian, that's why it's, it's a weird pronunciation, but it's a version of Andrew here in America. Got it. I love it. I love it. Well, you are the email marketing expert. I mean, if you go to flowium.com, I mean, your website is incredible. You've been running e email marketing for some of the top e-commerce brands. I want to dive in just to do a recap because, you know, we just had Cyber Monday. We're recording this on November 29th. So two days after Cyber Monday, walk us through how are you feeling? How did it go? Let, let's, let's hear a recap. Uh, it was intense, but this year, maybe we have all our uh, ducks in a row. Uh, we, uh, we kind of train our clients to prepare in advance. So our conversation with client about Black Friday, Cyber Monday started back in January, uh, sorry, back in June. Uh, so this year was much, much smoother. And I think the results, we don't have the final numbers yet, but I think the results were much better than last year. Nice. That's awesome. That's super cool. So walk us through the process, you know, starting in June, what does that look like as your team prepares with a client? Walk us through that process. I mean, you, I assume, ask them what kind of offer they want to send. You know, you already know their, their branding and all of that, but, but well, what's that process to prepare like? Sure. I mean, we, uh, we try to be the leading um, kind of force and we kind of providing options to our clients with the offers what uh, we tell them what they can do and they provide us feedback uh, what they think about those of those options back in june it's very early stage where we're just asking like listen do you need additional help or are you good with what we're providing you now and typically majority of the clients need more help because during this period we're sending more emails so when i'm just to give you perspective when i'm on vacation for one week and I don't check my emails when I come back, I typically get around 700 emails in my inbox because I don't check my emails for an entire week. Um, last, on this Black Friday, I went um, Wednesday, checked out from my work on Wednesday night. So Thursday and Friday morning, and of course Saturday, uh, Sunday, I came back to my office and I opened my inbox. It was close, it was close to 1,000, 1,000 emails. It was 900 something. So it can show you how the volume increased. So we strongly recommend to our clients as well to increase volume. Yes, you want to be strategic, what you're sending in your emails, to whom you're sending. But the bottom line, as you need to be in their inbox constantly. So sometimes emailing even three times per day just to catch their attention. And don't and even three times a day sometimes it's not enough for some wow. clients. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, from what I've heard and, and understood, I mean, you know, I'm on the email list of like Dr. Squash Soaps as an example. And I think I got maybe four five emails i want to say four or five emails from them and maybe like two or three text messages so they were blasting yeah. and uh you know i'm sure they did pretty well because they were top of mind i've you know been a, a long time subscriber uh, of their soaps and, and really do love their product but it is kind of crazy to see how many times you're sending an email or sms on you know this this kind of holiday you know weekend if you will and it's uh i mean yeah it's, it's kind of crazy but you know 
as we think about, you know, Q1, how do you keep that momentum going, right? Because most e-commerce brands, they see a spike in sales in, in Q4, of course, that's when most volume happens. And then Q1, I mean, how are you kind of re-engaging those customers that maybe purchased for the first time during the holiday season? Sure. Uh, so the decline slump will happen anyway, no matter what. There is no other day as successful as Black Friday, Cyber Monday. This is your prime time in this in the year. So our recommendation to to you, to your listeners, to compare yourself to the last year, how you did it last year at the same period, if you improving or not. And it's a good period for nurturing those people who purchase for the first time. Maybe they use your crazy discount of 50% off or buy one, get one free or whatever it is. Uh, now it's a uh, time to nurture and kind of prepare them for the next next holiday, which is uh, Christmas, Hanukkah, other like New Year related holidays. So you can prepare them to shop again if you have some kind of um, other offers for, for them and also the big thing that just passed yesterday is a uh, giving tuesday so it's not about generating sales but it's generating something for the for the cause and um even we did it we did this kind of campaign we were we were raising money for ukraine so we send out send out to our entire list and we were telling what I personally care about, where I'm donating money, and I ask our audience to, to support as well. So it's about, I would say it's a nurturing for the first half of uh, December, then a new promotion for the second part of December. And uh, if you're talking about the first quarter, it's a great time to, to try or implement something new. Let's say if you don't have loyalty program, try that. If you don't have a referral program, try that. Uh, so this is a great period of, for testing and implementing something new. Makes a lot of sense. I want to talk about some of the case studies that you have on your website too. You know, you work with a brand I'm familiar with, Roosevelt's, and I know um, as well the gluten-free bar is a really cool uh, really? Oh, health yeah. brand as well. Oh. Yeah, I've, I've had some of their... Uh, their, their, you know, bars before, but I'm curious, I mean, in terms of how you go about increasing, you know, loyalty and member growth and AOV, I mean, on this case study, it says that a strategic email, you know, marketing uh, campaign that you did with Roosevelt's uh, increased AOV by 445%, which is pretty incredible. I'm, I'm just curious to kind of understand you know, how do you go about driving that that AOV through email? What does that uh, approach look like? Um, sure. And you've sure. got some, you know, and really I just cool... want to be just want to be clear about that AOV for hundred because it's like looks sounds astronomical. Uh, we increase that AOV only for loyal customers, so uh, loyalty customers. So what we did, we did analyze loyal customers, loyalty customers versus not, and we compare compare their AOV, how much they spend, and so forth. And we saw that people who who are subscriber to their loyalty program, who uh, collect points and spend points, they are more than four times. Uh, spending four times more than than not loyalty members, wow. and our goal was for twenty twenty not not the last year twenty twenty two to increase 
loyalty members more than double, I believe, wow. or even more. I believe from 30,000 to 65,000 something. And we were able to achieve that with email marketing, with email marketing. Because when you install, let's say, let's talk about loyalty program. When you use out of the box loyalty lion, smile, or some other apps, it's easy. You just install it, set it up, and it's done. However, there's more potential when you create email marketing strategy around this. When you ask them to sign up, when they sign up, you follow up with a few emails how they can redeem, how they can, uh, how can they um, uh, collect more points. And the most important in loyalty is to send them monthly statement with the balance of their account. And mm -hmm. if they can redeem it or not, so we like uh, we like to do the segmentation. If they have a minimum threshold to spend, we ask them to spend. If they have, if they don't have it, we tell them like, "Hey, you are fifty points short from like from redeeming toward the free shipping or ten ten dollars off." Got it. Makes a lot of sense. I, I'm curious. I mean, so. It sounds like loyalty programs are a huge driver of growth to increase LTV and AOV for, for customers. Correct. I mean, can you walk us through that, that implementation in terms of, you know, if I'm a brand that doesn't have a loyalty program in place, how would you recommend I go about putting that in place? And then, you know, how do I grow that, that loyalty membership? Sure. I mean, first of all, like what kind of brand you are, like something like Dr. Squash is amazing example where you can use loyalty program because you uh, maybe you you don't want to discount your product but you want them to stick to your brand but when you sell mattresses loyalty program might not be the best solution for you because people don't buy mattresses every day um so the first thing do you need do you really need loyalty program second we, uh, you need to design the system based like use some cal some calculation uh, there's calculators and formula for calculating points how many points do you want to give for each dollar they spend and also how they can collect and how can they redeem so maybe you at this today you are focusing on growing your instagram account so maybe you will put more points towards if they sign up um, for follow you on instagram yeah. so we provide all those we basically collect the all answers from the client and based on their goals and needs we provide them the strategy uh, we create the copy landing pages for a loyalty program and then on the back end on from email marketing perspective we create different different automations uh, approximately we create close to five automations and close to probably 10, 10 to 15 emails. Yeah. And also we have, um, constant, um, uh, campaigns, sometimes two X points, sometimes five X points, sometimes just dedicated campaign to, Hey, um, sign up for a loyalty program. So in addition to automations, we have uh, campaigns to to, to to encourage people sign up for a loyalty program makes sense makes sense i feel like loyalty is a huge part of e-commerce e right now and increasing aov and, and ltv is is vital when your cost per acquisition goes up uh you know given the current climate of e-commerce e i'm curious you know a lot of brand owners and you know agency owners and people in e-commerce obviously you're thinking about ai have you been using ai and if so what kind of solutions or tools do you like to use 
Um, just curious to hear how your team or how you've seen brands use AI. We do use AI uh, to certain point. We, uh, from on a creative side, we just use it for inspiration. Uh, we did play with it as probably everybody on the earth in the earth. Uh, it's like asking to create email, but it was not so as good as our copywriter create. But for inspiration, that's a gr uh, amazing tool, especially when you hit creative blocks. So it's on the creative side. However, where we uh, focusing right now and what we're working on, how to use AI in analytics and um, spot some patterns. Let's say when you upload all subject lines and you upload the open race for, let's say, for the last two years and you're asking to spot patterns uh, and tell like to which segments uh, we're supposed to send or based on that data, create other uh, winning version of subject lines. So we use for analytics, uh, testing right now for analytics. And this, another thing is to um, any key findings that we find, split testing, let's say human holding a bar of soap versus just bar of soap. And how did it perform? We and like we entering this information in, in the tool and it comes up with solutions, a kind of key finding documents. So in the future, either us or our client, let's say client decided to take it internally email marketing, they already have the data. They already trained the AI based on their tasks. So somebody even like um, very junior level employee, they can enter a question like, I want to run this test. Do you believe I need to do it or not? And it's spits the, out the answer saying, hey, based on so many tests, it did not perform for your audience. Got it. Got it. Interesting. Interesting. Well, in terms of your ideal client profile, I mean, what kind of brands do you look to work with? You know, who, who should reach out to, to work with you? Uh, so majority of our brands, uh, we like to work with uh, CPG. Uh, so f like beauty brands, uh, food, like in the food industry. Also, we have a lot of, uh, uh, fashion like apparel, um, and yeah. And the pet, pet industry as well. So those Got are it. kind of three, three top industries. Awesome. And then it's all focused on email marketing. Is that right? It's not, uh, other, other aspects of e-commerce business It's primarily focused on, on email. Uh, we we are well known in, on the market as an email marketing uh, agency, but we are focusing on the retention in general. So, email, SMS, loyalty program, and any like additional apps which helps like support to keep your customer. Got it. Awesome. I love it. It's all about retention and growing that AOV through yeah. email. Well, thank you for coming on e-commerce on tap brought to you by Sourceify. If people want to reach out, follow you, get in touch, where can they find you? Sure. I mean, the easiest is just go to our website, flowium.com, or you can also find me on LinkedIn, Andriy Boychuk. Uh, I'm always available there. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you again. And thank you everyone for listening in to this episode of e-commerce on tap brought to you by Sourceify.